Hello there and welcome to yet another wrestling podcast. I'm your host David Hogg and as always my tag team partner is Mr. Fraser Porter. Hello Fraser. Hello. It's nice to be back, another episode. It is. Um, unfortunately, it's just the two of us this week. Yeah, we've not got a guest, we've not got anyone. It's it's a shame. We started off this this thing of having guests and we've let the audience down. We've. I mean, it's only taken us five episodes and we're now letting the audience down. Shocking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of letting the audience down... It's been a week of uh, <laughs> let-down audiences, shall we say, in the world of it wrestling. Has- it has been atrocious. Uh, but before we get into Raw and SmackDown, we've got a bit of news. Uh, just some things that have happened uh, since the last our last recording. They're, they're going back to Saudi Arabia. We, we kind of knew this. Yeah, I was going to say, we kind of we knew they were going to go back. Um, we kind of knew that it would be uh, after, after WrestleMania and before SummerSlam. We knew that in that time, there would be at least another Saudi Arabia show. I think the contracts for two a year for ten years or something. Ah, uh, so we've got a lot. Of, we've got a lot of this to to get through. I mean, I still hate it because you know that it's a country where state-sponsored murder is a thing. But you know, it's you know, it's, it's not the worst thing WWE have done. It could be worse. Like they're making money out of it, and yeah, it's it's morally wrong what they're doing. Um. There's it's it's still wrestling, I guess. I just I I probably won't watch it. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll we'll see. It's it's a, it's just another show in it. It doesn't really count for anything. Uh, it's another banter house show. However, we are gonna be getting the return of Goldberg for it. Yeah, supposedly he's coming odd. back. And have you seen the rumours on who's facing? Yeah. See, I've seen a couple rumours. I've seen a few rumours. Um Lashley's one, is he not? Uh, I've seen rumours of him uh, Taker. Um, I've also seen rumours of him Brock and Taker. Um, so that would be interesting. I think I think that'd be quite good. Just keep them in a match so that it doesn't have like, you know, I think that'd be a great match. Him, Brock and Taker, brilliant. That'd be great. Yeah, but I, I've said this to you before, but I just ne- I never want to see Undertaker wrestle again. Yeah, I don't particularly want it either, but the fact that it's on a Saudi Arabia show, it's not canon. It doesn't exist. Well, um, unless you're Shane McMahon, then it's it's not canon, which we'll get into best in the world uh, at what he does. So there's that. Uh, they've also announced um, Stomping Grounds uh, yeah. pay-per-view. <laughs> what, the new backlash. Yeah, why don't um, WWE understand English? Stomping Grounds. Stomping Grounds... Stomping grounds instead of stomping ground, yes. Uh, winner take all instead of winner takes all. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, I mean, it's because they're American. They're not English, that's why. Yeah, stop, stop speaking stop speaking English, damn it. It's, <laughs> it's an American company. Uh, yeah, yeah, stomping grounds, there's not much to say on that. It's just it's Backlash with a different name because WWE uh-huh. realised that calling a show Backlash after Saudi Arabia is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> it's not ideal. Yeah, well, uh, we've got another pay-per-view uh, until then. Um, we've got Money in the Bank still to come, and that is... I've totally forgotten that Money in the Bank's happening, because they've not really built it up that much. See, I remembered it's happening because it's one of my favourite pay-per-views of the year. However, we usually have a pay-per-view between WrestleMania and Money in the Bank. And because we've not, it's made this build-up seem 
forever. Like, it's so much longer than it should have been. Um, I think there's something like, what's well, Money in the Bank is when? A week on Sunday, right? A week on Sunday, 19th. That's like seven weeks between WrestleMania and the next pay-per-view. That's really, really long. Yeah, and they had two, and they had two weeks off because they had the Raw, the Raw and SmackDown after Mania, and then they had um, the shakeup. Yeah, but like it's still it's a long time to be uh, trying to fill, and the fact that they've they've only started promoting it like two weeks ago, that's like your normal pay per view build. It's just for three weeks, sort of like no direction. Um, I'm looking forward to the show. Like it's as I said, it's one of my favorite pay per views of the year, so it should be it should be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, so will we? Oh no, sorry, another bit of news. Uh, Sasha Banks. Yes, uh, and really though, there is no news on her. No, like, there is no news. It's it's she's still no longer, no longer back. Uh, she's still on hiatus. She keeps posting um, Instagram stories in black and white, uh, likely because she's no longer got the purple hair. Um, I think she's probably dyed her hair back or taken the dye out so that it's it's no longer that colour. Probably making WWE very unhappy. Yes, because uh, we know how they feel about these things. Yeah, but before we move on, I've got some other news that you've I don't think you've included. Oh, um, no. So, All Elite Wrestling. Have you heard oh, of is it? The, yes, I have heard of AEW. So... They've ITV? just struck a partnership with ITV, yeah. So their their double or nothing pay per view on May twenty fifth is uh, going to be broadcast on ITV box office in the UK, which is a massive deal because it's most highly available uh, commercial network in the WWE, in WWE in the UK. So that's that's quite a big big thing. And and speaking of uh, May twenty fifth, did you see Here the John Moxley? Yes, uh, I loved it hype video now it looks like john moxley's returning now there's lots of rumors saying he could be going to AEW. it's all speculation based on the fact that in the the vignette there was dice on a wall that had a two and a five and what you what do you think of when you think of dice vegas that's where double or nothing is two and a five 25th it's the 25th of may um it could be that he's going to AEW. it could be that it's just a coincidence um or it could be, or it could all be a massive work. It's, yes, yeah. WWE's just thrown away like eight years of intellectual property to, yeah. to make him return as John Moxley. Um, oh, did you see the people like analyzing the the video? Yeah. Really, in like, oh, the the prison he was in is WWE, and he's chased after by a big dog in armor. Like, it's deep. It's really deep. You know what wrestling fans are like, though. Ourselves included. Oh, yeah. But it, that's like that's quite a big deal that Moxley is returning. Yeah, and the other news over the weekend, I know you don't watch independent wrestling, but it was Super Strong Style 16 at Progress. It's a big tournament. Uh, it should be up in a few days' time once they've like edited it and put it up. So I won't spoil what happened. Um, but, yeah, there was Kyle O'Reilly was there uh, in the tournament. Uh, and there's some incredible matches. Jordan Devlin, I think, had a, an incredible match with Kyle Fletcher. And Jim, it was Jimmy Havoc's last independent match. And he had to go to hospital because of how bloody and like injured he was in his hardcore match. Yeah. I mean, as as someone who yeah, as someone who's seen uh, Jimmy Havoc wrestle live, I saw him at um, Square Go. Yeah. Uh, a couple of months ago. 
that was the first time I think I'd ever seen him not bleeding. Yeah, he bleeds like a stuffed pig. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I love a little segue there. Uh, blood is red, and something else is uh, red is the colour of the ring ropes in Raw. That's, so... that's a great segue. Um, I was I would do this segue, however. You know, oh. uh, Jimmy Havoc was bleeding quite a lot and losing a lot of blood. And you know what else was losing a lot of? Raw was losing a lot of viewers. <sighs> right. We'll just get into this then. So Raw kicked off, uh, Roman, uh, the big dog, Woof Woof Reigns comes out woof, woof. Uh, after spitting some barbs on Twitter saying, oh, huh, I'm coming to Raw. Yeah, but he was told he wasn't allowed to. And he did anyway because he's not listening to the McMahons anymore. He's a badass. Yeah, he's gonna. He's not listening to them anymore, he's going to listen to the, the universe because apparently we're the authority now. We are, yeah, we are. Did you not see the, the promo back in... December. Yeah, we're what the authority. We're the, we're the authority, David. We control the show. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think we do because he's a, he's a wee chat with Vinnie Mac and Vince says, "Oh, I'm amazing. Uh, there's now going to be a wild card rule, which means that three stars can go from Raw to SmackDown and three can go from SmackDown to SmackDown." Yes, because he. Fudged it up. He did. Yeah. He's a, he's a man who should not be on telly. It's a scent. Yeah, he definitely needs to get off TV, but he does. I do like seeing him. The The rule is a strange one because it's essentially the Raw Super Show 2.0, and mm-hmm. there was more than three people that turned up on, on Raw uh, the other night. Uh, there was quite a few, actually. Uh, I think five in total. I think it was five, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's just... it's. It's strange. It's like you're trying to fix this ratings deficit, uh-huh. but but not actually improving the storylines in the show itself. You're just like, let's bring more people in when the rosters are overpacked. Yeah, exactly. And they're not letting people go who want to go. Uh, yeah. Like Sasha Banks, who we've already mentioned. Sasha uh, Banks, Harper, yeah, Harper, Harper, The Revival. You know, there's so many people that could be doing something else on a, a different a different like level but yeah it's it's the promo to start off the show was i i did quite enjoy the segment having like brian return but yeah it was it was a good opening segment with a really bad uh result from it i would say and also the reason uh, apparently one of the other reasons why they're doing this swapping stars over from Raw and SmackDown is because Fox want rid of the brand split and WWE have went, <laughs> no. So they've reached uh, uh, they've reached some kind of compromise to the detriment of everything. See, um, I, I assumed that uh, Fox would want the brand split because why should they promote USA Network stars on their Fox show. I know. So, like, I, I, I would assume that when Fox, like, gets the program in, in October, a lot of the main programming will be done on on Fox compared to, to USA on SmackDown. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we, we'll see. It's, it's a weird rule, and it's just it's it's just silly. The other thing I was... Yeah... Yeah, I didn't. I don't like the rule at all. No, and it totally negates the superstar shakeup, which we were told 
two, three weeks ago that it was oh, amazing, it's gonna... And that totally resets the entire roster for the year ahead. It's the beginning of the new wrestling season and they've just totally gone back on it. Yeah, it also like takes away the point of it's the only night of the year that Raw and SmackDown go head-to-head at Survivor Series, uh, mm-hmm. which it's it's ruined that. We had Drew and, Drew and Roman once again on Raw um, in a weird... In a weird rematch. We'll get into, we, we'll get into that. But uh, So straight after that, we had a tag match between um, Rollins and AJ and um, the almighty Bobby Lashley and big banter Baron Corbin. Yeah. Fine, fair enough. I mean, it was fairly decent. It's not the in-ring stuff that was across these two shows where there's a lot of people that are complaining about it. The in-ring stuff's been really good. It's just the yeah. characters are dull. There's nothing, but to enjoy the in-ring stuff, you need a story that bridges each other, like each match. Otherwise, it's just people going in a ring and having an exhibition. You know, the point of it is that there's storytelling and that there's like reason for them to be fighting, and the reasons for them for them to be fighting has been rub- have been rubbish. And there was that someone tweeted uh, essentially saying that you know that's what that's what we need. We need interesting characters, interesting storylines, and um, Triple H liked it. Yes, so, he did. Mm-hmm. Or it was like we need Vince out of the creative uh, as well. They tagged Vince in it, yeah. um, and Triple H, Big Paul liked it. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, uh, we we do like Paul. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, NXT. Um, yeah, there's going to be another takeover on the first of June. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's a lot better named than the city it's in. Oh, where's it's, it in, it's in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I don't think anyone knows really worldwide where Bridgeport is. All the other cities, you know, you know, you're you're aware of. So they've they've aptly called it Takeover uh, uh, Twenty Five. Mm-hmm. They're really lucky it wasn't like the twenty third Takeover or something because that wouldn't have worked. They'd have to have called it like the twenty fifth anniversary of Takeover. Yeah, twenty uh, fifth <laughs> anniversary of Takeover. Yeah, there's been twenty five oh, years God. of it. Twenty four. Feels yeah. like it. Yeah, so with that tag match, fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty much by the numbers. Yeah. We we then get to Sami Zayn being put in a bin. Put in a, yeah. Put in a bin. I, I'm, I'm sick of Braun now. Like, I'm, I did like him for quite a while, and I thought he had potential to be, like, one of the top guys, and he still does. However, the way he's been used, it's just the same. It's the exact same every single time. It's I'm big, and here's a comedy spot. Yeah, I mean he is he is quite a funny guy. He can the some of the stuff that he did in the mix match challenge with Alexa Bliss was really funny. Oh yeah, not taking away the fact he is funny when he does it, but it's like he he could be a serious character. The wrong person to throw in a bin as well. Yeah, because he had, Sami Zayn has been great ever since ever since yeah. he came back. Uh, he's yeah. been wonderful, and his stuff on SmackDown as well uh, because yeah. of the wild card. Yes. Was really good, but Braun, yeah, I just don't care anymore. I really don't. Yeah. No, it's, I, he needs to. I, I think he's ruined his push or something. There was a report saying that uh, his attitude backstage caused them to, to lose a push uh, that was 
we're going to see him like at the top of the brand. So he's, he really has nothing but himself to blame if, if that's true. Yeah, I mean, even looking at his uh, WrestleMania output for the past two years, this year he was in the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. He won that, sure, won great. That, yeah. Doesn't mean anything. The year before he won the Raw Tag Team uh, titles with a literal child. With a child, yeah. The, he's, well, he's still the youngest. You know, his tag team partner is the youngest WWE champion of all time. The only thing I remember about that was uh, when he got tagged in, Michael Cole was screaming, Nicholas is legal, Nicholas is legal. Yes, yeah, that was a, that was a strange WrestleMania. Speaking of strange, uh, after Sami Zayn got put in a bin, we had yes. uh, Ricochet versus uh, Robert Roode. I, Robert I Roode. love this Robert Roode gimmick. Yeah, as do I. It's it's a real throwback to his uh, his TNA, TNA days. And uh, I, I that's when I first sort of discovered robert rude was him as half one half of beer money beer money uh-huh love a bit of beer money one of my favorite tag teams of all time actually yeah they were great and it's nice to see him also having this sort of throwback to to rick rude uh-huh. uh he, he's great and he's he's finally found a sort of area of the card that's not too low where he was before and it, it's not too high he's not as good as you know he well not not he thinks he is but the the character thinks he is he's not a main event guy no unfortunately i think think he's he's got a good spot and i while i enjoyed his tag team with gable i think this is better for him now plus he looks he looks cool with a mustache but i don't understand why ricochet goes and puts his money in the bank ladder match uh shot on the on the line just like why even though there was no there was no qualifying for it which i thought was quite strange yeah i always preferred when they had like qualifying matches it made it seem more like a legitimate thing to to go and do. Mm-hmm. They had to qualify to get into this match that could change their career forever. Instead, it's just sort of handpicked. But like, is it fits Ricochet's character almost? Like he was always one to put his North American Championship on the line. Yeah, I suppose so. And it's it was kind of like he was trying to prove that he belongs. Um, but yeah, it was a bit strange. Decent enough match, I guess. Yeah, it was fine. But, you know, uh, Ricochet is going to jump off of a ladder on May 19th, uh, Kane's special day. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we'll see him hit a 6.30 onto a group of people standing ready to catch him. Oh. Or a double rotation moonsault like he did at... War Games? Something insane that's going to happen. Yep, something insane to pop the boys. Uh, speaking of popping the boys... Uh, Lacey Evans. You put Lacey Evans being Lacey Evans. She is her usual self, I guess. Um, I'm not the biggest Lacey Evans fan. The acting that's gone into it has been has actually been really good. But I just don't particularly uh-huh. like the character because it is WWE again being a horrible company. It's like an anti-feminist gimmick. Well, she's like she's the she's a real lady. Like that's what she sees as a as a lady. Um, someone who's proper and like is there for her man and stuff. Some of the uh, some of the barbs that she's had on Twitter with uh, Becky Lynch have been really good. With Becky just screaming, "Make me a sandwich," which I find quite funny. I mean, it'll be a decent enough match at Money in the Bank, uh, but we don't know how that's going to work out with Becky defending both her titles against two different opponents. Oh, I I think I think Lacey's I think Lacey's winning. Uh, I think I think she's getting a title off of off of Becky either at Money in the Bank or I'd imagine there'll be a second match at some point in the future. Probably, definitely not at the Saudi Arabia show. Uh, definitely not. I mean, there has been rumours for a while that they would let women wrestle on that Saudi Arabia show this year, so we'll see. 
but yeah, Lacey Evans is Lacey Evans, and that was just, you know her segment. Yeah, and you know Becky just did a run in, but this is kind of gets like a problem over both shows where that was the only women's match on Raw. There was only a little bit on SmackDown. Where are all the women? Do they? Yeah, because I mean it's been said for ages that WWE don't know how to write for women. You've just had this fantastic main event. Yeah, at Mania where it's pioneering the women's revolution, blah, 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 and now they're not doing anything with them. Yeah, it's, there's not a lot of them on TV. I guess it's they're all building to to Money in the Bank. So all the women that are in that, they could just have them face each other. And then the other two storylines both have Becky uh-huh. involved. I don't want to say there's not time, but the, they've, they've devoted all their creative ability to two Becky feuds and then one Money in the Bank uh-huh. match. And... These two Becky feuds are not doing her character in great. She has cooled off quite a bit. I think everything, everything was go- it was always going to go that way. Like, especially at Mania, people were more hyped for Kofi, and that's partly due to the placement on the card. But at the same time, running up to Mania, Kofi was the big deal. Obviously, while it was great to have the the women's match as the main event. The, I always believe the main event should be the most hyped match on the card. And unfortunately, a few weeks leading up to Mania, uh, Kofi's match overtook it. Uh, and I think he still has. Like He's more hyped. Yeah, I've not been you know, super okay with uh, Kofi's stuff on SmackDown at the moment. But we'll get, I mean, it's been fine, but we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But next up, we've got the, the War Raiders, Viking Experience, Viking Raiders, War Machine, whatever you want to call them. They're doing more. They beat the tag champs. They beat the tag champs in a non-title match. I, to- I totally forgot that um, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins were tag champs. Yeah, because the tag team scene, uh, as we'll get on to in a minute, is essentially dead. It's dead. Uh, the Viking War Experience Raiders, as you've put in the notes, I feel they're going to go the same way as the Authors of Pain. Yeah. They're, we're going to have a ton of good matches like on the main roster that they're going to show off. And then they'll just suddenly disappear into obscurity, which is a shame because I I really like Eric and Ivor Hansen mm-hmm. and Rowe, but yeah, it's it's a bit a bit of a shame that they're they've not really got a story. Yeah. Why don't they have the NXT uh, tag titles on them as well? Unless unless they've lost them on NXT TV, and I don't know. Uh, there's been there has been recordings of NXT, um, and I think what it is is they I've not checked the recordings yet. But I think it's in case they recorded something where they would lose the titles so they don't have them on TV and it, all of, they've actually lost the titles, you know? Well, I mean, I saw NXT last night and they were attacked by the Forgotten Sons. So I don't know if they'll take the belts off them or... But they do need to sort that out because it's, you know, it's, it's continuity at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole job actually listed on WWE.com for a continuity editor to bridge... Uh, all the continuity between all of the WWE programming. I think I could get that job, get get paid very well for it. We then come to another tag team segment, uh, which I've put in the notes as the death of tag teams. The Revival and the Usos and this weird... Now, what I don't understand, I don't understand from last week, it was them laughing at them getting their backs shaved, like they're shaving each other's back. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon is the only one that would find that funny. Because yeah. how else? Like, it's clear that everyone in the WWE that is a male that has any body hair will shave their backs. Yeah. The only people that don't are Kelly and Dean. I think that's yeah. it. Why is that something that they're laughing at? You can't physically reach around and shave your own back, all of it. 
Yeah. So, like, it's not something to laugh at. And this whole segment was an embarrassing moment for the revival. And props to the revival for actually doing it and making it not funny, but, like, not half-arsing it. Yeah, I mean, their their acting has been great. Because they, they've asked for the release. Uh, WWE have said no, and I think this is them punishing them. Oh, it 100% is. Uh, according to Dave Meltzer, one of the purposes of Monday Night Raw as a programme is to bury the revival. Like, that's one of the aims of the show. Yeah, I mean, that's... And that's what they're doing. It's not a fun time for them at all. Not a fun time for the Usos either. No, they've got they've gone from what a badass like cool guy tag team to Usy Hawk. Yeah, and even then, there's now they're singing their own theme song. No, that's our truth territory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that is no one wants to go into our truth territory. No, no, as much as our truth is a, a legend of the industry, that's that's his house. That's his house. That's his thing. Yeah, I mentioned House there. The Firefly Funhouse, you've not spoken about that. And I think this is one of the greatest things WWE has ever done. I love it. It's so clever. It's like a creepy Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I mean, I liked the first one. Second mm-hmm. one was good as well. Not mm-hmm. super keen on the third one because he the, keeps referencing the death of the like, rabbit. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, rest in peace, Rambling Rabbit. Yeah. But, um, Sad day. Did you see that? I think someone tweeted it out. Someone else killed Rambling Rabbit because Mercy the Buzzard, buzzards don't kill, they scavenge. Which means Rambling Rabbit was killed by someone else. But who was it? Was it was it Abby the Witch? Or was it Bray himself? Whoa. And what was really creepy was the kids sitting around all staring, just... Oh, it is! It's such a, such a fantastic idea, and it has to be braised. And I really hope this gets them over, because it's incredible. Yeah, it has been very entertaining, and credit to Bray Wyatt, he his acting in it has been wonderful. He's went, he's went, in yeah. it, you know, um, close to my head, but it keeps referencing his old character, and that really needs to stop. Can we just see? No, I like that because it's. What I see in this character is that it's the same character and that he's just been uh, reformed and stuff, or we think reformed, and it's still his character underneath. He's just found a new way to channel it and to try... He still wants to grow a cult. That's what he's doing. But he says, instead of targeting adults and being rambling, which is why the death, why Rambling Rabbit died, is because he's (laughs) no longer rambling. He's now got a purpose, and he's doing it. He's getting in, like... On our, he's, we're on his side essentially. Like everyone's captivated by it, and that's he's growing his cult, and it's great because it's he's just found a different way to do it, and he no longer has to ramble. Yeah, it's it has been really good. Um, I really enjoyed him petting the toy sheep as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I call back to the uh, ram mask. But wh- where do we see this going? Because at the end of the day, Bray Wyatt is a wrestler and he needs to wrestle. Yes, uh, I see it going a few more weeks with the uh, vignettes. Maybe even a couple of months, I can see it happening. They have to do something at Money in the Bank. Mm, I don't know. I think we might see, slowly over time, the uh, the vignettes get darker and darker, and then we'll see him return. If he comes out right now as this character and wrestles, mm. it kind of ruins his whole mystique of he's reformed. <laughs> if, yeah. he, if he starts wrestling in his, like, his old self, then it like the cat's out the bag he's he's still his old self and all the vignettes just lead up to him returning i think that's a smart way to do it to show his character 
so that we know what he's, he's like now. But yeah, I think it's, it's it has to be like his creation or Matt Hardy's creation. Like it's that wacky level. Um, it's fantastic. Let's move on to what I think was the only good part of Raw. Uh, the main event, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi, a WrestleMania rematch for Kofi's WWE Championship. Yep, you know, this was the first time the WWE Championship has been defended on Raw in three years, if you don't count the day after WrestleMania. Yeah, this was a great, a good match, not as good as a WrestleMania match, obviously, but, you know, serviceable. Yeah. And uh, Kofi retained, because of course he did. And Bryan didn't get a concussion. Yay. Obviously, he's back from, he's back from injury. Uh, we can yes. stop. We can stop panicking now. Yeah, it was the fact that they've cleared on those incredible. I suppose it was a concussion, and the fact that he has overcome it and he's cleared that shows that WWE like actually trust him in the ring, and he's actually overcome whatever health problems he had when he retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was great. Great match. Love Daniel Bryan and Kofi. They've got great chemistry together. Yeah, they do. Um, and. Uh, Daniel Bryan's such a smart, he's got a great wrestling mind, so he knows... Oh, his psychology in the ring's incredible. Uh, speaking of something which wasn't great, we move on to SmackDown. I preferred SmackDown, though. Yeah, yeah, I preferred SmackDown. Yeah, well, I prefer SmackDown, but um, it still wasn't great. I mean, it was fine. It's just a stupid wildcard wheel. It is, I don't like it. But it produced two great main events. True, it did. Like, it really did. It did produce two great main events, so we can't argue with the fact that it's produced good results so far. I'm just going to kick it off with uh, the phenomenal AJ Styles coming back to SmackDown, which is, of course, the house that he built. He did build that house, but he doesn't live there anymore. It's not his house anymore. What I found really funny is that he said, that, oh, I've missed you so much. He's been away for like three weeks. Yeah, Kofi comes out, Sami Zayn comes out, uh, Sami coming out and saying, oh, I really did not want to be here on my day off. But then, you know, but was he turned there up anyway. anyway. Yeah, so does that imply that Vince is sending people and it's not up to them? Or, like, is it decided upon by the GMs? Even though there are no GMs anymore. There's no GMs, we're the authority. I, I don't know how it's decided. But, yes, yeah, Sammy and AJ were there. And that's that's good. I like and, their use on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And they booked, the, booked their main event uh, for later on in the night, Kofi... Sammy and AJ for the WWE title. Yeah, it was. I like the fact that there was a, a WWE title defense again. It's given Kofi two title defenses, uh, two successful title defenses, which makes me really worry that he's dropping the title. It makes his reign look better if they can go. He's successfully defending the title twice against Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, but lost it to Kevin Owens. If you can defend against three of the best wrestlers in the company, yeah. Uh, and then lose yeah. it to Kevin Owens, who's not a bad wrestler by any means, but he's not at the same level as uh, those oh, three, I, I I'd say. Put, I would put Owens in the top top uh, like spectrum of the company's workers. I think Owens is incredible in the ring. Oh, would he, some of his matches have been some of the best I've, I've ever seen. Mm, true, yeah, they have been good. But yeah, that put things, uh, kept the can down the road uh, for later on in the night for the main event. And then we had Randy Orton ruining things. Uh, match between Andrade and... A match between Andrade, C and Almas and Mustafa Ali. You're not conforming? You're not conforming to Andrade versus Ali? No. This is awful. Uh, no. So they had that and uh, Randy came in, ruined it. Do we see this going anywhere? I mean, he's kind of got a little bit of a feud with... Uh, Mustafa Ali. He's got, yeah, he's got his, this feud with Ali, and it's Ali is looking incredible. Like he's, mm-hmm. it's a shame he didn't get that big push that people thought he was going to get when he got injured. 
Mm-hmm. However, I think a slower build up the card for him is so much easier to do. And with Orton, a, a few tier would be great, especially if he can like win. Put him over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if Orton can put him over, uh, that would be ideal. But yeah, apart from that, it was it was a, it was a good match with a, a a decent enough finish. I mean, that's the thing. People keep complaining that there's no storylines when SmackDown has good in ring action, plus also good mm-hmm. storylines with like Orton continuing to attack Ali. Um, nice yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a good um, like rebirth of Randy Orton's character. He's now got a purpose of just destroying all the people who the fans love. Which, yeah, you know, if that's anything like what Randy's like in real life, which we imagine it is, uh, given some of the stories that we've heard, then yeah. it fits in quite nicely. It does indeed. That was a big yawn, Fraser. It was not, not to draw any attention to it. No, it was a it was a subtle subtle yawn. Um, uh, speaking speaking of things that are big, um, Eric Rowan is big. Eric Rowan is big. He's very tall. He's actually just Rowan now, because we don't want people getting confused about Eric of the Viking War Raiders experience machine. Because um, it's very easy. <laughs> it, it probably was, yeah. Viking War Raider experience machine. Yeah, uh, speaking of torture, uh, Shane McMahon came out. Do you like Shane? Do you like Shane? I, I hate Shane with a passion. I enjoy Shane. I hate all the McMahons. Oh, he's the only... Even Linda. I hate Linda as well. I mean, I hate Linda for the fact that she was on Trump's administration, but uh, that's bringing Let's, politics into it. No, no, let's not get political. Shane is great. I think Shane's amazing. His punches are the best in the business. His storyline with Miz has been fantastic. And has it? That's not just down to Miz. Oh, it has been. It's been great. Ugh. I think I think it's it's really put Miz over as a face, like as a top face, which is uh-huh. weird because he's facing Shane McMahon. But the fact that it's done that and it's Shane McMahon means people hate him as much as they do. And it's good heat. It's not bad heat on, yeah, on Shane. Okay. I suppose. I just don't want to see Shane. I don't want to see any of the McMahons anywhere near uh, the ring because it's taking the shine off of their actual wrestlers who they employ. Mm-hmm. Wait. They don't employ them. Oh, they're, sorry. They, they they're just independent have contractors. They hire them for the job. They don't employ them. That's uh, that's a big no-no. You can't employ wrestlers. Sorry, um, John Oliver. No, I understand that. I just I think Shane's the only one that can at the moment get away with it because his matches are still quite good. And he can, despite like looking like a the color of a coke can when he's in the ring, he's he's still actually uh, quite good at his job in the ring, and he's getting Miz over, and that's what the, that's what matters for me at the moment with that. True, I suppose. Uh, not particularly looking forward to their uh, steel cage match at Money in the Bank, though. Uh, just oh, Shane's going to jump off something. Yeah, something high, and mm. something's going to crack. Um, probably Shane. Yeah, it's it's gonna, it's probably gonna be Shane. He's probably gonna, uh, it's gonna probably get injured. It's 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 a, it has been a nice story. Them going from from best in the world cohorts, best friends to tag champs to this. And and speaking of of tag champs, Shane McMahon was out to crown new tag champs, and he did so by crowning Daniel and Rowan, mm. Daniel Bryan and and Rowan, the new tag champs. The tag team wrestling's dead. I like the fact that they're the champs. No, I like them as tag they're champs. They're not a tag. Te- they're not a tag team. They are. 
They're not. They were never a tag they team are. before this. Or they might but have been in the they ha- they, ha- they have tagged during Daniel's championship reign. Yeah, but just not an awful lot of tag teams going about in the roster uh, at the moment yeah. because you've got Sheamus is injured. Sheamus looks like he's done. Plus Cesaro's on Raw. So, so like, the bar split up. Mm-hmm. So, which is a shame because the bar were great. I really enjoyed the uh, bar. But, you know, what the Revival are doomed and the Usos, uh, we should say, came out after uh, after this and they fought. Now, does the Usos count as two stars in the wild card or one? Because it looks like they're going to use this wild card rule, though, to boost SmackDown's tag division, which could be an interesting way to do it. The match was good. The match was very good. Glad Daniel and Rowan won. Yeah, but where where do we see this going? To be honest, I'm not sure. It's just right now I think they're they're in panic mm-hmm. mode and that's why they put the titles on them. However, I think they clearly don't want to risk Brian being in the WWE title picture at the moment. It doesn't make yeah. sense to insert him just randomly. Plus, there's no automatic rematches in WWE anymore. So this is a way to give him a title, to still have that platform. And yeah, I think, I think they'll be great as a tag team. I just don't understand where they're going to go. Maybe heavy machinery... Um, okay, yeah, I'd, I'd be alright with that. Um, anything to see more heavy machinery on on TV. I really enjoy their stuff in NXT, and I'm a bit disappointed that they're not uh, not being used more on TV. But you know that's what it's like when you get called up to the main roster. It's fine for a bit, and then you're in main event. Uh, I mentioned a main event there and tag teams. That's where the women's tag team champions, the Iconics, are currently are currently sitting. The Iconics. Yeah, yeah, it is. What main event? They're coming a more and more uh, um, stupid decision to actually bring in the women's tag team titles because they have they don't have enough teams. Yeah, because there's there's not much to do. No, they're, they're, especially right now when they've got the yeah. money in bank match. That's where all the women are. Um, but it's, I think the the titles on the iconics are good because it makes them a legit legitimate team. But yeah, there's nothing to do, and it would be the same problem if the titles were on Bailey and Sasha. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. like, I'd rather, I'd rather have the titles on the Iconics and be an actual team, so that Bailey and Sasha could potentially be off doing single stuff where it's needed, than if it was the other way around. So I understand that aspect to put the titles on the Iconics, but it is strange because they're they're going to have a really really long reign with no defenses. I know, and it was and it was so great when they were uh, when they were on Bailey and Sasha because they went down to NXT and they said we're going to defend them across all brands and yeah I think we we even said on the podcast oh they're going to face the Sky Pirates and since Sky then Sky Pirates is the big one yeah and since then they've split up the Sky Pirates plonked them with Paige uh, plonked yeah. uh, Kairi Sane and Asuka together it's Sky Pirates 2.0 they're just making a Japanese female stable with uh, with a women from Norwich is there from Norwich, yeah. No, it's it's strange what the state of the women division is at the moment. I'm sure I'm sure it will recover. It's just the money in the bank build is always weird. It's it's sort of taken all the women and made them part of one storyline. Mm-hmm. So there's not really any chance for tag teams. Yeah. So we won't be seeing a title match anytime soon. I would expect, but a title match we did see for the WWE title two nights in a row two nights in a row yeah we saw the title defended Kofi Kingston second successful title defence against AJ and Sami Zayn this was great oh it was great yeah fantastic match apart from Kofi's botch I mean yeah good match Um, the interference from Kevin Owens uh, yeah fine 
but you carries think, the story forward. Carries the story forward, and that's what we want. Decent storylines. Yeah. Um, I I do think that Kofi might lose the title to to Kevin. Mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't. I hope Kofi keeps it till we SummerSlam. Agreed, yeah. But I don't know. I think they might be keen to pull the trigger on, on Owens because the, the ratings are dropping. And if that's an excuse for Vince McMahon to take it off of Kofi, then that will be his excuse. You know, they'll put it on, on Kevin. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I think Kofi will keep it until SummerSlam and until Reigns gets a title shot. And then Reigns will. I take Reigns will. Roman will take over the reins. There we go. Got it eventually. As you got it right. Got, got it, it right. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, I don't know. It's just all a mess at the moment. Uh, they do need to sort out this wild card rule. Yeah, there's. It's uh, yeah. Do something else. I don't, I'm not a big fan of it, but it has produced two great matches. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I give it a few weeks and then we'll see if they might drop it. We don't know. But yeah, that's that's the sort of lowdown, the rundown of Raw and SmackDown. That's the Raw and SmackDown recap. We shall be back. Uh, you'll next see us with our um, Money in the Bank preview, which next week at some point. Yes. Yeah, we'll try and get that done. Uh, some predictions. I will try and... Well, get get my hands on the prediction crown. You're trying to get the prediction. I'll try crown. and get the prediction crown, which you uh, you quite convincingly won at Mania. Oh yeah, I destroyed you at WrestleMania. Yes, I'm the champion. Yeah, you're very much the Samoa Joe to my Rey Mysterio. Oh, we never. Oh yeah. Oh wait, we never spoke about that. Uh, Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> Dominic yeah. is going to get murdered. I don't know. I'd, I'd I'd laugh if he was like competent. And could fight back against Joe. Yeah, very much the uh, the yeah. oh, what's his face? Uh, the Dan- the Daniel Pewter of his time. Yeah, that'd be an interesting interesting moment. We might have a guest the next time, or we might. Uh, I mean, if you been... might not, yeah. we shall see. Who knows? Uh, if you we been... shall see, we're going to keep the audience on their toes. Yes, much like WWE, we might have a wild card and just swap whatever's out halfway through the show. Halfway through the show, just changes to someone completely random. Yeah, I never know. Fraser, where can people find you on on the internets? On the internets, I can be found at the Fraser Porter on both Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook. Please don't find me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and on Twitter, I'm at David underscore early. So yeah, that's that's it. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the that's show. That's it. Oh, you can also find the show on Twitter at YAWP underscore pod. If you want to ask us questions or just say nice things about us, whatever. Then... All or freedom of speech can give us abuse if they want, but just don't because that'd be really mean and we might report you. But you're free to do that because it's the internet. Yeah, and oh, we are, thankfully, we are now on Apple Podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. You can now find us Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere really now. Yeah, we're kind of a big deal. Apple's Apple's signed us to a big money contract. Apple signed us to a big money contract. Yeah, uh, just let's. We've got that Apple money rolling in. <laughs> Apple money, right? And on that yeah. on that note, uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week with Money in the Bank predictions. Say bye, Fraser. See ya. Ooh.